Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and on today's episode, well, I just wanted to start off by saying that last week's episode um, was all focused on affirmations because I wanted to not only reprogram my subconscious mind, but wanted to do the same for others because digging into the subconscious mind when you're asleep your conscious mind is shut off and the subconscious has the most power in how your thoughts and how your behaviors um, are manifested in your everyday life. So reprogramming your subconscious is such a great way to um, focus your thoughts and change change your actions to create a better reality, better outcomes for yourselves. Um there, I've tried this before with um, YouTube versions, but the problem is is that a lot of them are not as safe as you would hope they would be based on the comments. And if you can hear my cat in the background, she'd be jumping on walls. Like, why? what are you doing, huh? Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, a couple I felt like were really good. Um, but there were just a few where it's just the comments weren't really great because sometimes people can um lower the frequency of their voices in the background um and will say negative things towards you so that will be programmed into your subconscious and that can be very dangerous um so that was a thing but also one um one that I did try that fucked me up was um it had to do with like somebody whispering in the background apparently in the comments they said like oh they were trying to get people to subscribe to their channel and I didn't read through the comments for this one as much I only read through like the top few so that was like my bad but um when I was asleep I was like stuck in like sleep paralysis with a shadow and I was like it was an out-of-body experience I left my body was moving around the space with the shadow um but he wasn't trying to hurt me or anything like that it seems like he was trying to do good um but I was afraid of him and he had no place to for him to even be there it was just being in a stuck state that I felt like I couldn't get myself out of um than usual sleep paralysis experiences I've had in the past so with this figure um he would sit on my bed on the side and then all around and about. So I raced to my desk because apparently I just had this urge to read through like a sheet of paper. It had numbers on it. Like it was like 0001, 0002, 101, stuff like that. Um, and then I followed him and then he jumped on the other side of the room. He wasn't trying to like touch or attack me. It, it felt really bad for him. But also he was scaring the shit out of me. And like I kept hearing this repeated sound. And it was the sounds that were being said in the programmed video. That was like like intensifying and really like like <laughs> making me want to shit my pants. Um, but in my sleep. So um, I started running to my phone trying to turn off, turn off video. And then the guy, the shadow told me, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, and he was like trying to like help in a way but also was like following the master and then I like I um I went down and I, I don't remember all the details I just remember seeing eleven eleven on my phone um or on the numbers of the list and then I immediately prayed to God and as this happened the shadow left the room and I prayed to God please help like pull me out of this one and immediately after I was pulled out and then I went back to reading the comments and some people said when the shadow leaves the room you'll wake up so I was like holy shit thank God um but that was such a shitty experience just to be stuck inside of I'm just shivering shivering right now just talking about it but and like it's funny because I've gone through so many like sleep paralysis experiences, near death experiences and all that jazz, you know, the universe, the spirit realm. Um not like I'm not a pro. I'm no way a pro. I just have had um many experiences throughout my life. Um but it's just funny because you think that like with reality I wouldn't be afraid having gone through so much and deep shit, but still every day I wake up like it's the present or it's a new day and it's like what the hell I wish I was like I mean I'm stronger of course but I feel like sometimes I wish I was even more stronger because I've I've experienced all of those things but more so I feel like I'm just more mindful and educated and it's better for me 
to be able to have experienced that because I'm able to understand other people who've gone through that um, or struggling through that. Um, They may need guidance for that or some perspective or just need somebody to relate to them. I, I, my sleep paralysis started, um, in high school because I was, no, actually, no, 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 it was college freshman year because freshman year I had, I was a double major, so, um, theater studies and film because I really wanted to improve my lighting for YouTube, um, so I wanted to do cinematography. I just loved manipulating, the idea of manipulating light, making a photo look, um, or a video look amazing, just all that jazz. I love it. Um, but anyway, so, um, the reason why I stopped after that year or I think after a semester was because I had like terrible professors. I didn't like the program. Um, I liked the people. I liked most of the people though in the upper, in the, um, what's it called? Upperclassmen. I liked the upperclassmen in the film department. I didn't really like many people in my grade, maybe like a couple people or a few people, very few, but, um, it was one of those things where it's like, I just can't work with these people, <laughs> but the upperclassmen, it could be like any one of them and, you know, literally like I'm a freshman, the three years ahead, I could, I felt so confident around all the rest of them, but, um, uh, but that wasn't a big thing with me. Like, obviously you have to learn to work with anybody, but at the time it was, um, a professor, we had a class and I used to love, like, I wasn't big on like, um, participation vocally and stuff like that, but, you know, freshman year, I felt like I had, like, I felt, like, ballsy, and I was, I love that energy, oh, I came in with some big dick energy, big V energy, so, yeah, anyway, so, um, I used to talk in discussions, but then it was one of those things where, like, a professor would say, oh, you know, let the guys talk, or let the guys say exactly what you said, and then I'm just gonna give them credit for it, or I'm glad you're actually sharing, but I'm not gonna, like, completely acknowledge or agree with it you don't have to agree with it but like acknowledge it or I'm gonna quiet you down and let the rest of the people talk um and then he was really creepy I didn't like um the way this professor spoke about other students and um like for instance like we had a showing of like auditions as just practice um for short films that we were potentially going to be working on and he would talk about the each individual's looks like the vanity and it's so funny because obviously with acting yes vanity can come into play because people are looking at you but when you're performing like that's why they say don't perform in front of a mirror like it's not about the vanity or how you look it's all about how you feel within that will be expressed and manifest in the outside on your external body your obviously those things are important like your facial expressions your movements your mannerism all that jazz but it's at the end of the day it's all coming from how you feel within that's working inside out obviously you could do outside in there's different methods but it's it's mostly based off of feeling um and empathizing so for somebody to say no this person is a no because they don't look like this or they they're they have too much of that on their face or stuff like that or that person doesn't I can't even this professor said like they couldn't even identify their gender and it was so rude I got so fucking mad um I was so fucking mad and I was just like I can't with this professor and the way like he would objectify a woman in like scenes that we would replay to the class it was just like it was just disgusting and I just didn't like it and I was like you know if this is going to be like the rest of the professors in this department I don't want to waste my time um and obviously like so far like I just didn't like my experience so far I mean I love 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 again the upperclassmen in the film department I wanted to do film so I could understand it you know technically and then performance wise but I just had to leave I was just like this is going to be too many credits of me wasting my time with hope unfortunately hopefully not professors who are going to be just like this one and another one I had like he wasn't that great and then um I just I mean it's funny because my friends in that same grade I had I have friends in the same one friend in the same grade and then a couple underclassmen the year after who were all in film and I love them I love them too but um they literally said to me you know I think you just I think you just had all the wrong professors your first semester you should have just continued because there were actually other great professors but you know I (laughs) I just didn't I just didn't want to waste my time and then all the credits doing a double major um if I were to go back I probably would try to do a minor um or major again I don't really know I just kind of actually no maybe I would 
maybe with a different class though <laughs> um maybe with the class after because I like the class after too but um what was the point of me talking uh, <laughs> but yeah anyway so I used to be a film major and for a project we had to do a documentary film so um I worked with somebody who had sleep paralysis um lost her father and I love doing this project with her. I got to learn this um, part of her. I got to translate that to film as best I could as a freshman. And it was funny because I was understanding it to the point of or to the extent that an actress would like um, do her own research, kind of do some method acting work in understanding exactly how it affects the body and what sensations go on so I was really doing a lot of the research um in addition to um what my um co-worker slash friend would share so because of this I developed sleep paralysis myself and I experienced it for a few years after I asked her for some help she gave me great advice um some of which were to say no just say no like, no, you're not going to have control over this, and this will be the the um, action I'm going to take to pull myself out when I'm stuck in the REM, in the in-between. Um, basically, sleep paralysis is the feeling as though your body, what is it? Your body is asleep, but your mind is awake, and you're stuck in the in-between. Um, hopefully, I'm getting that right. I mean, I've had it so many times. Hopefully, I'm just articulating it correctly, but... um. It's crazy because thinking back to like how much I've had that experience just is crazy. It's just crazy how I'm s- obviously you can't die from sleep paralysis um, or as far as I know. But like yeah, I'm just so grateful to be alive today because those just felt so surreal. Um, and anyway, so I'm going to go over some tactics to kind of get out of those um, trances. I guess you can say, um, that helped me. Maybe that'll help you guys. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit TMI <laughs> with one of the, one of the tactics I would do. But, um, um, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, so reprogramming your subco- subconscious, I would say just be very, very wary of what videos you're choosing, who's creating them, or you could try, um, creating your own videos by using your own voice. And I found it so funny because when I first started, you know, listening to my podcast episode, trying to fall asleep with the, um, affirmations, I felt so freaked out even editing it because I'm like, oh my gosh, my ASMR whisper voice of this is scaring me. Like it sounds like an actual ghost behind my shoulder again. And I was freaking myself out. And then I'm like, what a great perspective though to think that, okay, I may be scared shitless right now, but at least next time if I hear voices ever, I could just think that you know, they're going to sound like regular voices like me. They're just ASMR whispering. So there's no need to be freak the fuck out they're just it just so happens to sound scary but it's not actually scary or hopefully not negative entities behind it and even if they are just make yourself believe they aren't and keep on going (laughs) but I was like oh that's interesting to see it that way if I ever hear voices um but yeah anyway so um oh god some like things if you guys want to hear some of the stories of my experience with sleep paralysis if you don't want to be too shook, um, you can stop the podcast right now. But I'm gonna warn. I'm gonna warn you guys, um, just in case any of you guys may feel um, triggered in any way. So, I'm gonna try to think of this on the spot. This is all on the spot thinking right now. But um, I've had I had one that freaked me out because it was I was stuck in the in between. My lamp light was still on, and I fell asleep lying down, but with um, yeah, I'm lying down because I was studying. And usually this happens when I studied overnight. Um, I, I obviously, I actually, not obviously, I actually noticed that I've, I had sleep paralysis more frequently whenever um, I didn't get enough sleep. And obviously I understood it to the T's, which is why I started to pick it up and mimic it. But there was one semester where I took 18 credits I had a job on the weekends going home, which was like an hour and a half drive. And 
I was just, you know, always studying, barely had any sleep. I was like, I think also that was the semester where I literally just always dressed as like a basketball player. Like, oh, I did not look good. I mean, I felt like I looked good. So at least I felt good. But oh, I was not. No, my hair was in a dirty ass ponytail. My shorts, my basketball shorts, the baggy basketball shorts with like just like a um, any sort of like workout tee or like loose fitting shirt. Oh my gosh, I was like, I looked like such an, <laughs> like an athlete's, like, like one of those people who just follows, follows athletes around and carry their equipment, but characters that probably would be in a film back in the 80s or 90s, probably more so like the, the early 2000 DCOM movies, Disney Channel original movies kind of character. I don't know if that character exists. It's just, it's just coming to my mind right now, but that's how I felt whenever I dressed that way or not at the time just in the future like looking back now just how I dressed oh my gosh what a semester but anyway so god um ew, why did I do that it's okay it's funny anyway so um um I had 18 credits and I realized obviously with um sleep paralysis your mind is awake, but your body's asleep. So let's say I, I, I've gotten no sleep. I pulled an all-nighter, and I have to, I have to, I have to leave the house, start driving to class. Let's say I have to leave at three p.m. But um, I've been studying and staying up late until, let's say one one p.m. So from one to one to like let's say two thirty, um. I say to myself, okay, let me take a nap, right? So I take this nap during this hour and a half or an hour before. And I'm asleep. I'm all good. But now I'm, uh, but I put an alarm or my body knows it needs to wake up in, in less than two hours. So the problem is at the mark that I need to wake up at, whether it's by an alarm or without an alarm, and my brain just knows that I need to get the fuck up because of the sense of urgency to get to class on time and all that jazz, um, my body is going to be asleep, but my mind is awake. But now it's stuck under this two-hour nap because the sleep paralysis that I would always um, have more consistently during this semester would be the result of my body needing more than two hours of sleep it needed eight hours of sleep every day but because I wasn't getting it it was keeping me stuck you know I was in those two hours or one hour and my body was like I need fucking more sleep but my mind is like no you need to get the fuck up right now and you know that's why I would get stuck and because I would be stuck in the between of reality my mind awake but my body asleep it's not necessarily sometimes it's completely reality sometimes it's in a dream most of the time it's mostly stuck in the dream but you're in the same space and looking in your room or wherever wherever you are like you're in that place where you're taking the nap in um but then there was also this sensation where I was actually awake but my body was like paralyzed but I wasn't asleep so that happened and that freaked me out too that happened like once but otherwise I'm usually asleep when that happens um but yeah, so that's like one thing I just wanted to let you guys be aware of, like be very wary of that happening. Um, now that you may be aware of it, you might, <laughs> you might have, you might experience sleep paralysis. That won't happen. Obviously that won't happen. And you'll, and, and even though if that happens, you won't re- experience sleep paralysis from that. Um, I'm just saying that's what happened to me. But now that you're aware of that and you may start thinking about that and when you start thinking about that then you will have a sleep paralysis experience from that versus a normal two-hour nap and your body needs to get up but it gets up anyway you know what I'm saying or you just oversleep so um also another thing like I just said um just being aware of sleep paralysis or being fearful of it attracts it so there were times when I would just stare at this scary figurine in the corner of the room hanging from the ceiling apparently it was like it was like a like a mini um like statue um of a woman's face and like with wings and like a whole body and I was like freaking out because I put the negative energy in seeing her to be a threat, but my uncle actually told me she, uh, she was a protector of dreams, and he has it around the house, but because I was fearful of sleep paralysis, I started to attract it, and I, because I put that energy and that perspective onto this object, 
that's what she became. Um, I remember seeing her eyes turned glossy, a glossy black, rather than the the painted on. The, the, she was made out of wood. The painted um, eyes that were put onto her for a split, not a split second, actually for a little while. It was like it was like it was like demon eyes, and then her red lips, the corners of her lips started like stretching a little bit, like a smile, and that freaked me out um obviously if you imagine it right now like don't exaggerate it it was just very 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 subtle like they're very subtle they're very brief um but it freaked me out and because she was in the room every night she was hung in the room I would experience it and I kept attracting it so again like be careful of like again like how I usually um like to talk about um your thoughts and feelings become your reality that's what you attract in the universe what you put out that frequency that energy that's what comes to you and even though it may be fearful it's something where you you may just need to breathe through it um not distract yourself but accept it and then try to put your energy in things or attention to like losing concentration and focus concentration and focus is so important when you can lose that into something else like let's say you have a conversation with somebody and you're very invested in that seeing a movie that you know will take your attention off of it completely and then you can fall asleep to or music that's perfect um but I didn't do that at the time, nor did I know that. I just know of that now because um, I've been reading books on the left brain turn right, um, you know, for my acting performances, how to really concentrate and stay focused. So, um, yeah, so, um, (sighs) this is going to be a long (laughs) podcast episode. (laughs) I just hope I don't have this tonight after I talk about it. But anyway, I've had it, (laughs) whatever, I've had it too many times, but um, I'll get into, like, how to get out of it, but, yeah, so, I would, I was, the thing is, the reason why I didn't take her down was because, it, um, I, I felt like it was rude to do that, it was my uncle's place, I got to, like, stay at for four years, um, and I don't know if this was, like, my first year living with them, but I just felt, like, rude if I put it away, but I ended up putting it away because it started freaking me the fuck out, and I told him about it, he actually caught it, because, like, they had to go through the closet to get their shirts in, in the room I was staying in and um they found it there and they didn't say anything to me but then I shared it to them and then they told me about it um and then how like you can't really attract it that negative energy um my uncle was like you have to tell those entities or energies or anything you may feel that you feel that you fear you need to tell them okay um no (laughs) um unless you're here to protect me and my family and my health then leave the house, there's the window, there's the door, bye Felicia, you know, like, send them away, unless you're here to, like, protect me and help my health and my family in this household, then you can leave, I don't want you here, and you gotta be very stern with it, and believe it, um, even, like, maybe even visualize them leaving, that's what I did, um, so that would work sometimes, but other times, like, um, there was one, there was one experience where I thought I was actually gonna die, um, I was, I woke up and then my uncle came in the room and he was regular and I was like, no, 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 I, I, I know I was like stuck in sleep paralysis. I thought I was awake in reality and like, it's so real sometimes. It's way too real, like inception. Um, but I woke up and then uh, my body was paralyzed and I thought I was in the reality state. I didn't think I was in the sleep state because I knew the reality is sta- state I've had once before, but that was only ever once. Um, but you know, I didn't have a voice like I couldn't move my mouth I couldn't I couldn't amplify amplify the volume of my voice so imagine if I was stuck like trying to talk like this and trying to scream like but even like like somebody's like has a hold over your vocal cords almost um so like I couldn't I couldn't say anything like I was screaming for my uncle's name I kept like calling his name out but obviously he can't hear me from the other room because it's not a loud sound it's very constructed in my in my throat you know I was trying to fight through it and I started getting so fucking scared because I'm like oh this is it (laughs) um and then he finally came and when he came over and leaned over to check on me because he could see that I was still paralyzed um his eyes turned black and was demonic and I was like fuck this isn't reality so then I was able to 
think I pulled myself out of that level and then there was another level where I was like just back in my parallel state and then I was looking around and then I saw this photo of Jesus you know the one that was printed on um like this laminated card from the church and I started seeing him and I was like oh no I felt it I had this my intuition was like this is it this is the exit and then the transition into the afterlife so I saw I saw his image pop up like floating in front of my eyes like from like a good distance away maybe like three five feet and I was like no 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 and I was like I felt like I was stuck in that position just staring when I wanted to look away and then I saw all these names um just started to pop up as if it was like on a page of a book but it was just that one word that one name um with like let's say like a light over it but it was like coming from the back I don't know how to describe it but basically there were names popping up one after the other I didn't know any of these names I thought these were names of people either I was saying goodbye to or either who were dying with me um around the same time I don't really know because I didn't recognize a lot of the names so I thought it was like a list of something and I just thought oh shit I'm gonna be next so then I started forcing my head away and every time I forced away the the photo I was able to turn my head but the photo would pop up right in front of me and then I kept turning and turning I said no 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 I'm not ready I'm not ready I'm not ready and then I was able to close my eyes and I like pulled myself out and I was able to wake up and I was like scared shitless um I didn't think I could ever sleep again and you know my um friend and coworker, she said like you know you gotta say no and that helped me a few times and there are other times when I just didn't do that or didn't think to do that um and there was another time when there's only like one pleasant sleep paralysis experience where I woke up and I was afraid of seeing a figure come out of the closet and then I ended up being at the bed of the at the um the end of the bed and it was like nicely lit in a way and there was two like adorable baby demons like they were they looked like night fury from how to train your dragon but like the baby baby tiny small versions i was thinking of like the hunchback of notre dame notre dame um sorry if i'm mispronouncing that but the gargoyles think of like the tiny tiny gargoyles but like in a liquid oily black color so like a shiny black color so um night fury from how to train your dragon i guess baby versions so then they were like talking to me and i was like you know what i'm not gonna be scared fuck it i said bite me yeah you, they were like yeah, we're gonna eat you we're gonna eat you and i'm like yeah bite me then and then they bit me and then i woke up but i was like fuck y'all i got this shit down but yeah so um those are a couple a few a few sleep paralysis experiences that come to mind but there's obviously plenty more that I just can't think of at the moment but those are the most prominent ones that are in my memory and a lot of the times what helped me um besides saying no besides you know changing my perspective on whatever I'm feeling in the room um to you know sending them away and pulling myself out or me being well aware of myself experiencing it and knowing what it is now that I was able to be aware of it one major tactic that worked for me all the time um and a lot of times like when you're lying in your back or to the side mostly when I was lying on my back it would happen to when I lay to the side it happened like a couple times and then when I lay like my belly face or facing down to the bed um it would happen actually no it would happen a few times but like not as much and if that ever did a tactic I always always used was even though you felt like you feel paralyzed you kind of force um you force your hand just to fucking like masturbate you just like fucking get it to your vagina get it to your penis get it to wherever you need to where it needs to be to fucking like you know stimulate yourself like I would have to like give myself a clit stimulation (laughs) um every time like I would just have to masturbate to wake myself up and it's so funny that I was capable of doing that but I would just force my hand immediately the second I get scared when I'm experiencing it and it worked every time even when I felt like I was fighting and it was like not as close to where I needed to go it always ended up getting there um because I kept forcing it and mentally I was just like focusing my thoughts um instead of worrying about there's somebody on like somebody like weighing down on me when I was face down one time I felt like there was this there is an entity weighing down on me um like a weight so I was like you know just forget about what's happening around you 
the first thing I always think about when I go through sleep paralysis and I want to get myself out or I'm freaking out, I'm like, okay, I, all, all I care about is this, I want this to be a sex dream or I just want to like, I want to like just focus on like getting masturbation and stuff like that, you know? So I would just like, I would just always do that. And every time I get to my clear and I just rub it, I'm able to like wake myself up every time. So <laughs> TMI. Um, but yeah, no, that worked for me like every single time. So if that helps you guys, <laughs> um, maybe that'll work, you know, you really got to force it, you know, even the no thing, but, um, so, like, I, the sleep process stopped, and then it would happen, like, once in a blue moon, not really often, maybe, like, twice a year, it wouldn't happen, like, all the time, but a few years later, or even recently, maybe, like, maybe, like, even this year, or last year, it wasn't working, the, the masturbation thing wasn't working for me, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do now, and I'm like, okay, I did all of the tactics, what is the problem, and I was like, okay, if the masturbation thing doesn't work, I'm still gonna do it anyway, regardless, um, but I have to, like, fight through it, like, I have to, like, kind of pull, pull my body up, even though you can't move, you just gotta, kind of keep fighting, in a way, um, I get afraid of submitting to it, I haven't experienced that completely, except for that time when the demons bit me, but I think, it's not, it's like, I don't know, it's quite difficult, so I kind of just, like, constantly just change my attention if the, the attention to something else in my thoughts that I actually want to get out of the experience, only if the masturbation thing doesn't work, but, yeah, (laughs) that's my solution, solutions, um, (laughs) it's funny, because when I say that to people, it's just so funny, like, I don't know, um, but yeah, so anyway, sleep paralysis that's my experience with it um my memories with it my (laughs) reason that I got it from the being a film major and having that assignment I'm very grateful that I'm that I'm well aware of it though it's something where it's like I'm glad I've had that perspective because it was one of the first experiences I've had even being open to the ideas of you know, the universe, different realms, dimensions, um, and lucid dreaming and all that jazz. So, yeah, also, again, with, like, the, the sex entity thing, if you feel as though a figure's on you, I know it sucks because, okay, if you don't want to experience any of this, like, masturbation, sex, or anything with that, with this entity, you don't have to, you know, don't think, don't make yourself feel as though you have to submit to rape in any way, or this experience, you don't have to, it's just really finding the right tactics that will just, not distract you, just change your focus, your concentration, your attention elsewhere, and will allow you to pull yourself out, allows you to to have control over the situation how you want it to be the dream so you can like think of this as like oh no no like as like practice as though your job interview like i don't know something like that i can't think of something at the moment but like you could literally make it any way as you would like it to be like treat it as though when you're experiencing it that focus to be like lucid dreaming in a way like what do you want out of this or what can you change that entity to be or what can you change this feeling to be where else can you focus your attention that'll bring you joy or just some sort of like a distraction or control or you know being able to force yourself out or say no you know so like quickly but um for me it was like kind of just saying I mean you know um don't get me wrong I like the dick so so if you entities want to just you know help me out down there y'all can get it (laughs) y'all ghosts can get it <laughs> you know as long, if you come and well make me feel good then yeah go ahead um <laughs> and that happened <laughs> it did work um one time oh my gosh actually no i mean not, maybe not like all time during sleep paralysis but there was one experience i had like actually like a ghost fucking me from behind but the thing is like it was like um it was very brief though I swear I thought I was awake the whole time it was it was like fucking like 10 seconds or it was so short I was so fucking pissed but I was awake I was like lying on my stomach going like like not even taking a nap I was just chilling um relaxing whatever um not in that way I was not trying to masturbate in any way but um I was like 
I don't know, I guess I was in a second, like, thinking, you know what, that would be cool, <laughs> and then, um, all of a sudden, like, I was experiencing it, but I thought I was awake, I swear I thought I was awake, but I guess I wasn't, I guess it was sleep paralysis, and then, you know, this ghost was, like, fucking me, and I felt like, it wasn't even, like, just penetration in my vagina, <laughs> this is T- TMI, but, like, it felt like this huge, like, ghost transparent cylinder that just, like, it's, like, like, just going towards you, but it's not, like, hitting your body in any way. You can't feel it. The only place you feel it is wherever you need to feel it to feel good. So, like, it, I could feel it against, like, my clit and, like, my insides. And it was like, oh, this feels so good. And this guy's, he, he can expand it wide and long as much as he want. And I was like, yo, this ghost right now, thank you. And I was like, wow, I never, like, obviously, like, I mean, not obviously, but I mean, yeah, I guess, like, whatever, like, I've never have had, um, sex, and I've had a lot of sex, but, like, I've never had sex and actually enjoyed myself, I've never been pleasured, um, felt orgasm in any way at all, um, I faked it (laughs) every single time, but also I wasn't aware that, that, I don't know, I I wasn't aware that everybody just didn't experience it, like, women would fake it all all, all the time, like, I knew a little bit of that, but I didn't know it was a complete thing, like, it was a, it was a common thing, so that was nice to learn about, but I was like, damn, for months, felt nothing, and this one time, this goes so mad for 10 seconds, it was glorious, (laughs) y'all, if I could have that experience again, I would, but I don't know how to conjure that up. I, like, read an article. I would try to focus my attention on it. It never happened again, ever, but I was so grateful for that experience. <laughs> so, to whoever ghost that was, hopefully a young, good person, thank you, <laughs> because y'all were good, but I wish y'all stayed longer, but it was only, like, 10 damn seconds. I mean, come on, but at least it was, like, even though y'all bitches last as long as the humans and the male humans over here, at least y'all pleasured me more than the male humans over here. So thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I just felt like sharing my stories and talking about sleep paralysis. Um, yeah, so this was completely off of a whim with this episode. I could do if you guys would like me to go into more specifics with sleep paralysis. Do. Um, refresh my 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 information my research if you have any questions I would love to do another episode on this but this is my experience um it was dead ass serious like it's it's terrible experience not terrible experiences but like frightening experiences but the more I was experiencing them the more I was learning about them and the more I was learning about myself and what I could do with the experience um and how I can relate it to people now, and how I can kind of make it a lighthearted thing, you know, so hopefully, if you guys maybe fear fearful of it, you guys can see kind of the lighthearted, funny side of it, so you're not so frightened by it, so not quite frightened by it, um, so that when it happens, I don't know if it would actually happen like this way, but if you got, if it happened and you guys aren't frightened by it, because automatically your brain is like, no, this is such a funny experience. This is such like a sexual awakening or just a funny experience in general. Like you have control. You can do whatever shit you want. And then you can, and then it turns into lucid dreaming. Then y'all let me know. You're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. But yeah, honestly, if that turns out to be that way, thank you. I'm glad to have, um, um, you're welcome, I'm glad that I could change that feeling over sleep paralysis. Um, Obviously, I don't want you guys to be experiencing sleep paralysis. I don't want you guys to consistently and continuously experience um, sleep paralysis. Um, I would not, I would never wish sleep paralysis even on my enemies, but um, yeah, it was definitely a great learning experience and um just like anything else it was nice to be able to understand it and experience it so i can relate with other people and um if it ever calls for it in like a in a role for like a film and acting then i would love to kind of draw back to those places and access those so i can bring it to life because that's what's truthful and that's what that's my understanding of it as far as i've experienced um so far so yeah, I'm grateful I don't have it anymore. I still have my sixth sense. Um, 
there was one I'm not gonna talk about this probably now or maybe I will why not (laughs) we're like 40 minutes in but um I conjured up a negative entity and I was just reading an acting book like dead ass like there was no reason for it to even come it was like a good feeling like I was reading my book all of a sudden I felt this negative energy drop within me and then I was like tired I was completely drained and then I was sitting on my bed and then all and then all of a sudden I saw I felt this negative energy in the room and I felt it spiral in front of me like I could see like I could see the room I couldn't see it like as its own thing but I saw it as little tiny it was like spiraling in a circle in front of me and little tiny broken specks but it was still transparent to the room but it wasn't moving the image of the room around it was just still I was completely awake for this so I conjured it up and I don't know how but I conjured it up and I just started thinking about it and I did the tactic go away if you're not here bye Felicia I was like you want to be here no bye Felicia so I was trying to be like sense of humor wish humorous and I was telling a friend I was texting a friend and everything I was doing I was experiencing dissociation to it and um I was freaking the fuck out I didn't know it was dissociation at the time but now that I know what dissociation is that's what I was feeling whatever I was doing I felt so apart from my body like I felt so um it just felt so real that I was a soul in a human body like borrowing a human body doing these actions so it freaked me out because it felt too out of my body so anyway so I texted a friend even doing that freaked me out like it didn't feel I didn't feel real t- connected to it it felt like holograms all around me but I was feeling the solid existence of it of it all but she was telling me to do some yoga so I started doing some yoga I was I just didn't feel good about doing positions without watching my back and not being completely self-aware or vigilant of my surroundings so especially since I was completely awake so I was on my bed I was kind of just staring at it I was doing the thing you shouldn't be doing like visualizing or picturing it and stuff like that which makes it comes makes it stay there even more like feeding into that energy but um yeah so um it was so close to my face it was so scary so then finally I don't know how but I ended up I think I was trying to watch a movie or something or a show and I sent it away I was closing the lights I was like this ain't helping I can't do that without the lights on so I kept the lights back on quickly (laughs) but I was like watching a movie or film I sent it away and then it left and immediately when it left my uncle screamed and it was like at two in the morning at this point or one in the morning and I felt so guilty and I felt so bad because I'm like that was my doing because I sent it away but I didn't think it would send away to his room in the same house because immediately as it left and I felt it leaving he screamed that's when I told my uncles about that experience and that's when they shared with me the sixth sense of the family. It's not in every generation, but my uncle has it and I have it. And he shared with me, they actually both shared with me, they said, it's funny how that timing worked, but my uncle was actually screaming because my other uncle went to the bathroom and like um, hit the laundry. Um, I don't fucking know what's called. Oh my gosh, I'm such a, <laughs> I gotta be more practical in that sense or do it. But you know when you, I, ironing board, ironing board, a laundry ironing board. Yeah, fucking the ironing board. So we hit the ironing board and it snapped in half together because it was completely like unfolded. And then when he hit it, coming out of the bathroom, leaving, going back to the bed, it snapped. And my uncle heard the snap and saw my uncle um, in the dark and then he started screaming because he thought you know there was he you know there's a break-in or something like that and the loud noise freaked him out um and he also has Meniere's disease so it was like another attack too and in, in, uh, mixed in with that so I felt so guilty because I thought I sent that to him but he said don't feel guilty um there was a legit reason as to why I was screaming but I think we need to share with you the sixth sense thing so they told me I had a sixth sense um I don't exercise it now I don't I believe I'm connected to the universe and spirit guys we all can be but when it comes to my sixth sense I don't focus on it or haven't been practicing it I haven't been experiencing it um since I've lived with them um or quite as often or this one time in my room when uh, my friend and I my friend slept over and my pets um I have a cat named Mackie and a dog a French bulldog named Charlie 
and Charlie went to, so I have two beds in my room because I share it with my sister, but she's in England at the moment. So Charlie went to go underneath the bed and started barking at it. And then he left the room. And then Mackie went under the bed or was inspecting around it. They wouldn't go underneath the bed per se, but they were just around it. And she would kind of just inspect it. And my friend was watching this happen. And she shared that, you know what that means when, when animals do that? They usually can sense there's something there. Usually like a soul or a spirit, a ghost. So I started freaking out because then I started feeling that energy. And um, we both went to sleep that night. And oh my gosh, um, I wish she was here for this. But basically in my dream well in her dream all she saw was that person it was like a guy a silhouette i think in a suit with like a briefcase staring at her at the end at the end of the opposite end of the room and um thank god she slipped over because i don't know if i could do that alone and then for me what had happened was um i don't know if it was danny devito somebody was on my bed and then they were talking about it telling me more about it like we were all like coming like as a discussion like who this person is um so then i went like so then i went to the bathroom i wish i could remember this to the t i went to the bathroom and what they shared with me was i think he was somebody um he's a war veteran and um traveling to france or rome and then i washed my face or my hands in the towel and it was like it was like folded in a way where it showed like three letters I forgot what those letters were three letters and I was like oh that makes sense and then I folded it out and I think it said Paris or Rome on there and then all of a sudden when I saw that I had the complete information put into my brain and I ran to them and I said you know he's um an Italian war veteran Oh, oh, it was the, holo- uh, not the, it was a hurricane, hurricane something, hurricane, um, oh, I don't know, remember, there was a hurricane we had in the States, I think it was mainly around, like, South Carolina and Florida, and the name of the hurricane, um, so the, it was, it was as though, it was as though this, this, this ghost wanted to travel to Europe, but couldn't because of the hurricane by the Atlantic Ocean, and because of the hurricane, he was kind of transported to this location and has been underneath my sister's bed for a little bit. And um, he is, hasn't been able to leave. And all he wants to do is leave. So we kind of started thinking about it. Um, I woke up and I told my friends this. She shared her information. I shared mine. I was really glad I got a lot of details, but I'm like, this is like his background. And, um, Mackie, what are you looking at? Don't freak me out another time. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so my friend and I shared each, like, exchanged information with each other. And, um, I shared that. And we both felt as though we could send him away. Like, we could because we understood who he was, why he was here, and why he couldn't leave, we could, we could, we would now be able to allow him to leave, because we're where he exists, and we sent him away in a way, um, or even after having that experience, dreaming about that, so we were happy, because I felt it too, I felt him leaving, and I felt him not traveling, but I felt that he made it to his destination in Europe, either if it's France, or Italy I felt him he made it there and he was happy and I was so happy um I don't know if I had a dream about it I just felt it I just felt it so I don't know if y'all believe in that but I like to believe in that it does freak me out sometimes but other than that and my friend and I have very close like um like soul energies she's like one of my soul part, part of my soul tribe we have like sort of a sixth sense she has more of a sixth sense in um she said the woman in her family but like other people in her family have it quite stronger than she does i believe but um 
yeah, I don't like to exercise it. I haven't been focusing on it. I mean, I would like to. It's just I have to get over the fear aspect. I have to. I've already been like working on dissociation and being working on grounding work. I know within myself I have a lot of work left to do when it comes to grounding. Grounding is a big thing that I um, am learning that I need to continue to exercise and have a stronger hold of. I remember the other day I was like walking and I was like, wow, I never felt so connected in my body. So that feels really great. And I think yoga has helped a lot with that. I've been doing the 30 day yoga challenge and I skipped a couple weeks. <laughs> I know it's terrible, but I'm back on it. All that matters is I'm back on it and um, I'm close to 30. So yeah, so I'm still practicing grounding. Um, again, I think again is like putting the focus and attention and concentration elsewhere it helps a lot or lo- localizing it within yourself or with yourself. So that's why I don't exercise or give much attention to my sixth sense. Um, but I feel like it's most prominent around other people who have a sixth sense or have that in conversation with each other. Like I love, that's my favorite discussion topic with anybody, like the universe, our souls, anything like that. Exploration, self-healing, exploring, reasoning our traumas, being very self-aware, accountable of ourselves or understanding, understanding, understanding why things happen in our life. And I started freaking out because I saw a shadow, a shadow walk behind me and I was like, oh, it's my cat's shadow because it's the shadow of a cat. And I could feel it around me. And it's Mackie, right? No, it's not. Mackie's on the other side by the door, sitting there all chill. So what the fuck was that shadow? That felt like it was like, ooh, like, you know, when you have um like a scarf just like brushed all around you, like one of those feathery ones in High School Musical or Lemonade Mouth. Ooh, now I'm like, oh, that was a shiver. I got the chills. I got the chills. But anyway. I guess, I don't know if that's a sign, practice, I don't know, but anyway, so, anyway, I haven't been, like, practicing it or experiencing much more with my sixth sense. I would love for it to be prime, but I would just need the right people, the proper guidance for that, otherwise, um, I don't know, (laughs) but anyway, so that's my sleep paralysis, sixth sense story experiences, and um i hope you guys enjoy this episode hopefully these solutions or these these experiences allow you have allow you to have a better understanding and perspective of what sleep paralysis is the experience um and again this is only like part of my experience i'm not speaking on behalf of everybody who has or have had experienced sleep paralysis um but this is just a little taste of it um, for your understanding, for awareness. Um, and, you know, if you ever come to it, like trying out these tactics and solutions. And if you have any of your own, please share them with me. Share them with us all and um, let me know. So, yeah, that's everything that's coming to mind that have has come to mind. Um, and I don't think there's anything else that I want to share or that I can remember to share. But, yeah, so... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you again for listening to another week, another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and I can't wait to do another one for you guys next week. Bye, guys.